Hello, and welcome to the 14th installment in the Seattle interview series. Today, I have the great opportunity to speak with Kate Otten, uh, 2020 All-Pac-12 First Team, 2020 John Mackey Award semifinalist, 2020 Honorable Mention All-America, uh, Phil Steele, I guess, uh, 2018 Academic All-Pac-12 Honorable Mention. Thank you for taking time out of your day. How are you doing today? How have, uh, how's things been? I know, uh, at least when I spoke to Race Porter, he said that, you know, you guys are kind of doing spring stuff. So how have you been lately? I've been great. Um, you know, it's been a semi-normal off season since the season ended. So we've been like doing our workouts and um, now we're just getting ready to get into spring ball. So um, really excited for that. And, and yeah, things are going great. And again, ready for a, a somewhat normal season after compared to what happened last year. Yeah, we're hoping so. Um, yeah, just last year was so bizarre. And so uh, it's been it's been a long time since things have been normal, obviously. So um, looking forward to hopefully having a normal schedule, which is what it looks like, and, and fans back in the stands. Now, I want to sort of get to before we speak about, you know, the university, how has your family's, you know, football background really shaped you? Because, I mean, if I go down the list, you know, your grandfather, you know, winningest coach in, you know, state high school history, your father's the defensive coordinator for Tom Water, if I'm correct. Uh, you know, your uncle was a starting quarterback for USC in the 90s. And then your brother, obviously, you know, with the offers he's getting and what he's doing. Uh, how, how has that really shaped, you know, your background um, and just, you know, where you're at right now? Yeah, so um, I was born and raised in Tumwater, and there my grandpa is the head coach at the high school for, um, he was there for 43 years, and so, and my dad was the coach ever since I was born as well, so um, just like as soon as I was born, I was in the program basically, and, um, and so I was always around football, I love football growing up, and as soon as I was able to be the water boy for the high school, I was, I started in kindergarten and, um, oh, geez. yeah. And then did that and was a ball boy all the way up until eighth grade. And then I was a freshman and started playing, um, for the high school, obviously. And, and so I've always played football, always loved football. And it's been a huge part of my family. Now, to kind of go away from that, how good were you at basketball in high school? Was that something that you miss or is that kind of like, hey, I spent time doing that and that's just in the past? I love playing basketball. I, I mean, I wasn't the greatest at all, but um, that I had a lot of fun playing basketball. And um, I think that's I think it contributed a lot to like my success at football is just like playing playing another sport. And I, I love playing as many sports as possible. And so um, just like developing uh, just the versatility and athleticism, you know, and um, like I said, I, I wasn't the greatest, but I had a ton of fun playing basketball and, and it definitely had, had some great memories doing so. Always, you know, I don't know how much of it you watch, but whenever it seems like there's a tight end, who has that sort of basketball background, it's always mentioned regardless. It's always like, oh, did you know he played basketball in high, uh, you know, whatever. It's like, yeah, you know, you, it, it gets mentioned a lot. Um, so what, what was the recruiting process like for you, you know, as you're getting ready for college? And, you know, was there any conflict in deciding where to go to college? How did that all boil down to leading to the University of Washington? 
Yeah, um, I, I would say I wasn't like very heavily recruited. So um, I'd say like my biggest offers leading up to UW offering me was Oregon State and Nebraska. Those were probably like the big, the biggest ones. And then uh, UW offered um, right before my senior year football started and I committed about a week later. So it, for me, it was really a no brainer at that point. Did, you know, obviously being in the state have any effect is like you kind of knew about it and it was just kind of, like you said, it was kind of a no brainer from there. Just, okay, you know, I've got this and I'm just going to go through with it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I think I worked pretty hard to, to get offered by UW. Like I went to all the camps and stuff and, and, I developed a really good relationship with the coaches even before I got offered. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I was a really big fan of the UW program uh, growing up and in and, and high school. And it was, um, I was so excited when I got the offer. And like I said, I, I thought about it for about a week just to make sure I covered all my bases, but mm. I knew this is where I wanted to be. So to speak on that and to get into UW, how is in general, how has college, you know, the college experience been for you, you know, to this point? How have things gone, you know, whether it's obviously off the football field, you know, because that's obviously not everything about college and some people, you know, their experience varies, but how has college been for you as, as a whole? Yeah, I mean, it's been like the the biggest period of growth for me in my, my whole life. And um, I mean, that that's a lot hard on one hand, but it's also like just incredible and such a rewarding experience. And um, I mean, during this time I've grown up a lot, I've gotten married in the past uh, three months ago almost. And um, and so, yeah, like I said, it hasn't been easy, um, football, school and life, but it's it's been um, one of the greatest times of my life for sure. Now I do want to touch on that just a little bit. How is how has married life been? Has that changed anything about life at all, or is it just kind of is it kind of stick the same a little bit? It's it's awesome. It, it makes life. It's been incredible. Um, I, I love being able to spend time with my wife and um, just getting to live together and do life together. Um, it's it's definitely the best thing I've ever done. Yeah, no, I saw that, and I I remember seeing the the post. And I was like, damn, that's that's pretty cool. The pictures were pretty damn good too. Um, I know that you mentioned you know having a good relationship with the coaches. What was your first impression of Coach Peterson? Um, I think his reputation like went before him. Obviously, like the success he had at Boise and the su- success he was having at UW, um, but just like like he's pretty famous but when you meet him just how down to earth he is and and like how much he cares um it reminded me of my grandpa honestly and that's like the the whole program did and it was a big reason why I came here what impact would you say that he had on you off of the field because I remember when he said that he was going to step away you know that was something that was talked about a decent amount by you know what I saw from players was that he was so much more than just a football coach, you know, what kind of impact did he have on, on you off of the field? Um, yeah, I mean, he, 
he pushed us to be better off the field um, and on the field, you know. And so um, in that way, like he's no longer my football coach, but I I still have a really great relationship with him. And, and he still does that, encourages uh, me to like, do well in school and, and pursue like all the the resources we have here at UW, which is like incredible, the the networking opportunities and uh, the connections and um, and yeah, so he he instilled a lot of habits into me as a freshman and like going through the program that um, I carry with me today. Do you have you know from your time being around him? Do you have a favorite Coach Peterson moment that you could recall? Um, I think like, it's hard to point out one, but I just think of like the, the sneaky, funny moments he has, like he, he can be like an opportunistic, funny guy. Um, and so like, you know, a lot of times he's, he's the head coach, you know, and it's like kind of, I don't know, there's like a, a difference in like we respect the coach. And so there's like not as much joking around, you know, but like when Mm -hmm. he joked around, it it was always memorable. Oh yeah. No, that's, uh, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. Um, What was your experience like in the Rose Bowl? How was that whole, I mean, cause that's a whole thing. That is an entirely whole thing. Cause obviously, you know, I'm sure other bowl games have their ire, but the Rose Bowl is the Rose Bowl. So how was that whole thing for you? Cause I know, you know, there's a whole week, uh, before it and you know you're down in Pasadena and in California in general how was how was your experience as a whole yeah that was an incredible experience and really surreal for me because my my uncle played in the Rose Bowl you know and I always thought about that growing up and like how cool it would be to get there and and obviously you always watch it growing up and um, just the whole thing felt like a dream you know and and Obviously, the the result was unfortunate. Um, like, I just I think about how we should have won that game, but um, but the experience was just incredible. That's that's always going to be a game that I remember, just because I got to go to that one, yeah. um, and just being in that stadium. I mean, even before that, with the parade and. You know, it's just obviously, you know, not the result, but at the end of the day, I'm I'm still like, hey, I got to go to a Rose Bowl in some facet, you know, um, but, you know, thing that we're still relatively young, both of both you and I. So I'm sure that, you know, that'll uh, that'll change. But um, what was your first impression of Coach Lake? Yeah, um, I mean, I think the, the same thing you like I knew about the success in the DB room before I even got to UW and, and knew that he was kind of the, the mastermind behind that. And so um, when I got to the program, just seeing how he pushed the DBs and I mean, how it translated to on the field and to draft picks and um, the respect that DBs had for him, it was, um, it was really impressive to see. And then as he got announced the, the head coach, um, kind of started developing a relationship with him as he like started to reach out to other guys. And I mean, I had a good relationship with him before that, but just more so when uh, he, he became the head coach and he's done an incredible job. Um, It's, it's been so awesome to, to have him as my coach and 
Um, I mean, especially considering the circumstances, I, I can't imagine anyone doing a better job. And um, he, he's been awesome for sure. It's always, I remember hearing about that, you know, it was when Jimmy Lake was, you know, put in that position, I was like, you know, I, it wasn't like, oh, you know, boohoo, you know, Coach Pearson's gone. I was like, okay, you know, we've got a guy who we got some confidence in and it's really cool to just hear how much respect there is for him, you know, uh, around the program and just obviously couldn't get a full sample size, you know, of what happened last year, but just, it was, it was really cool to see that and just, Overall, I don't want to, you know, if there's ever anything like, oh, they don't want to play for this guy. I was like, oh, shoot. But I've, I have not seen that whatsoever. So it's always it's really cool to see that. Um, and then I, I know it's hard to pick, but is there a, a Coach Lake moment that is most memorable with you? Um, I mean, think about just after the Utah game, um, just the – the excitement, like, I don't know. I think about like how hard he worked to get like everything put together so that we could have a season. And obviously there's mm -hmm. so many people behind the scenes, but um, he just showed a lot of flexibility and like led us in being flexible as well. And, and like at halftime, obviously we weren't doing well and, and he, he gave us confidence and still conf confidence in us to know that we can, we could come back and, and we did. And then um, just the, the happiness in the, in the locker room, just, he was just hugging everyone and, and loving us up and, and sharing the excitement with us. It was awesome. I do want to speak a little bit more on that season a little bit in the, here in a sec, but you spoke about, you know, uh, you mentioned the DB room, what's the tight end room like, you know, cause obviously if you look down the list at, uh, former UW tight ends. I mean, guys like obviously Will Disley's in the league and Gerald Daniels, uh, Hunter Bryant from last year, you know, um, and obviously there's still guys there. I know Jack Westover has a O'Day tie, which is pretty cool because I went to O'Day. Um, what's the tight end room like for you and how is, you know, you look at those list of guys, uh, what's it like to be a part of that, you know, sort of tight end history, I guess you could say. Yeah, it, it's super cool and, and such an honor. Um, we we always, since I've been here, we've always taken pride in knowing that we have to do the most out of anyone on the field, maybe barring the quarterbacks. Um, like we have to know the most. We have to we have to execute the most, and um, and that's a big point of pride for us. And so, um, just the culture is just putting in the extra work to be able to do those things and do it at a high level and. And then guys you named right there um, knew how to do that. And so it's um, it's an honor to be able to carry that on and and lead in that as I'm a senior now and and the guys carry it on after me. Now, I, I know you mentioned, you know, taking pride in doing the most. How how much pride do you take in your blocking ability? Because I know that's something that some tight ends, you know, they steer away from. Uh, but do you take pride in being able to block well? Absolutely. Um, I think that's where it starts, honestly. Like, I felt like I had to, I had to block before I had the, the right to catch the ball, you know? And, um, and I think that's, like, the mindset a lot of us have because that's what we're going to be asked to do most of the time. You know, like, we, we want to run the ball really well. Um, mm -hmm. But, I mean – 
at the the same amount we want to make plays down the field um but it just like i think running the ball and like how we how we run block it sets the tone more this is kind of uh not to get away from blocking. This is one that's a little less, uh, I guess, of importance. Do you have any preference at all in, uh, you know, playing in Nike jerseys back then from playing in Adidas now? Is there any sort of preference to you or is it just, hey, this is a jersey, I'm going to put it on and I'm going to go out there and play? I think I like the look of the, the new jerseys better. Um, and I think they're they're like stretchier and fit better, but um yeah, I, I like our new jerseys a lot. Did you how did you uh, get excited to see the blackout at all, or is that some you know again is it just hey I'm putting a jersey on? Was that some that kind of because I know some people it's like hey this is really insert word really cool you know but how much how did you react to those jerseys? Yeah, they're they're sweet and I think uh, the whole team loved them and. Um, yeah, I mean, those, those are cool jerseys and, and fun to play. And we, obviously, we had a really good game that game. And, yeah, it, it was fun. So on a normal game day, you know, we take 2020 out of the picture. What does a normal game day look like for you from start to finish? Yeah, so we'll wake up at the hotel. Um, depending on when the game is, like we'll have some walkthroughs, some meals, and we'll get on the bus, head to the stadium do the dog walk, um, say a prayer at midfield and then go in. And then um, I I always dunk my head in the cold tub, uh, just right off of that. And then um, get taped, kind of roll out, stretch, uh, and um, just kind of get locked in. Um, and, when they when they call us to warm up and that's when it's go time now you know when uh when you step on that field after you know introductions and you're getting ready for the actual game are you more of a you know serious guy you know locked in or are you kind of loose and you kind of try to have fun out there um i'd say more i'm more serious i try and get the right mindset um I think it's okay to have fun a little pregame, like enjoy the atmosphere. But um, personally, I, I like to be locked in and and getting getting that mindset to get ready to go. So, in comparison, what did a twenty twenty game day look like for you, or and how different was that compared to you know everything that you spoke about a normal game day? What was what was different? Um, just the atmosphere was a little different, you know, uh, missing the fans, but other than that, we, um, I mean, the, the coaches and the staff worked really hard to keep everything the same. And, um, and so, yeah, it it didn't look much different. It was just like kind of adjusting to the environment. What spurred your decision to return for this year? Cause obviously in reading that tweet, you know, it goes, I've declared, and I was like, oh, shoot, you know, <laughs> but what, what really said, hey, I want to be back for this year? What, what was the, what factored into that? Um, there are a lot of things. Uh, I think the, the biggest thing was that I just wanted to win more, you know, um, I felt like we had a lot to, to prove, and I didn't really get a chance to do it last year. Um, 
And so I, I just couldn't pass up the opportunity to come back and, and play more with my, with my guys. Um, but also just like the timing of, of getting married and uh, wanting to improve a lot of things about my play. And, um, and yeah, there, there are a lot of things that pointed me back here, but uh, I'm super excited. Always really cool. Obviously, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to support anybody's decision to go out and, you know, make that next step, but it's always, you know, cool to have somebody back. You know, I, I know that uh, Ryan Bowman's back, I, I, if I remember correctly, uh, and Jackson Kirkland and some other guys, but it's, uh, like you said, I think there is some business that needs to be taken care of just because of the way that things shook out, you know, and obviously that's nobody's fault, you know, but um, I, I don't know. I'm excited. Um, I want to speak on an, a few guys uh, because you've had, you've had at the quarterback position, you've played with, with Jake and Jacob and Dylan. What are the, if, if, how are their approaches to the game different at all? you know, uh, from a quarterback standpoint, because I'm sure that, you know, that bond between a quarterback and a tight end has got to be pretty good. So what's, what is the difference between those three guys and your tenure here? Um, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I've had those, those guys in my quarterback at just like different stages in my career. Um, I think about, um, Jake Browning is just a great leader. Um, he, he knew everything about the offense inside and out, and um, he knew where everyone needed to be. And he, I mean, he's the winningest quarterback in, in the Pac-12 history. And so, um, I mean, he, he was just the guy, you know, um, when I got here as a freshman and uh, my first two years here, he, he was just the guy. I don't, I don't know how else to explain it. Um, no, that makes sense. Yeah. And then Eason, um, he is just so talented. Like it was just um, the way like the ball came out of his hands. Sometimes it was just like you just had to stop and watch, you know. Um, but he he is awesome. He is always like calm, cool, and collected, you know. And um, and that's like that's what I think about him. I think just like a live arm and and just like calm. And then Dylan. Um, I mean, just so impressed with him as a, as a freshman, you know, and um, obviously with the weird season, he came in and did an awesome job. Um, he just executed the offense really well and, and um, you know, worked through his progressions, made a lot of good throws. And I think he learned a lot too. Um, like he said, his first time playing college football and um, he got a lot of really good experience and I'm excited to see um, how he progresses in the spring and beyond. It was interesting that you mentioned about Jake knowing where everything, you know, how everything moves in the inside out of the offense. Cause when I spoke with Miles Gaskin, he mentioned, uh, I think, I think it was that first game that they played against Boise in Boise on the Smurf turf. And uh, he was asking Jake, he was like, where am I supposed to be? And Jake just knew everything about it. And I was just, it was interesting to hear about that, you know, and to hear that from you as well, just, you know, really cool to hear how, you know, how well that understanding of the offense is. Um, I'm sure this won't be an easy one to pick. So, I mean, if you want to throw a couple out there, go right ahead. But is there a favorite moment or game in your time here at UW? 
my my mind always goes back to the the snowy game at Wazoo. Um, that was that was I always wanted to play in the snow growing up, and that was just the coolest thing ever. And to get, to go in their place when they were highly ranked and and take it to them, that was that was incredible. Something I'll never forget. Now it's, it, that's a uh, good that you mentioned that because I wanted to ask. What is playing in the Apple Cup like for you? And does that rivalry have any sort of extra meaning? Obviously, I know, you know, you're from in-state, so I'm sure you had some knowledge about it. But what, what does that rivalry mean to you? Or is it just another game? No, it's definitely something special. Um, like you said, being from in-state, um, I mean, I watched every Apple Cup growing up. And and uh, you definitely you feel the tension. Like, you, you see the scrappiness on the field when you're watching growing up. And... And to be a part of it, like to to feel that, and um, I mean, take care of business <laughs> since uh, the last seven, eight years. Um, it's it's been uh, it's been super fun. I mean, I, I love that. So, I guess in that snow game, as well as the other Apple Cups that you've played in, have you known anybody on the sideline, like in the stadium, that you can see when you're playing in that game, and it's. Uh, because I spoke with Miles too, he said, you know, people were talking about to him the whole game that he knew that were Cougs, you know, uh, throughout the week that, you know, kind of, you know, letting them have it. Because obviously Apple Cup week comes around and that's the thing, you know, I've had some guys that I've known go through there and are there right now. It's always, you know, regardless of how good they are that year, how good we are, there's always talk on Apple Cup week. Have yeah. you, do you have anybody that's involved with that rivalry as well, as well um, that you know of? Um, not, I haven't heard anything like during Apple cup week, honestly, I think, um, there's a lot of nerves during that time. And, uh, but I mean, I guess like other times in the, in the year, like if I, if I see someone who's a coog and, uh, they'll mention something, but I mean, what are they going to talk about? <laughs> it's, it's always fun to get into. Yeah. Um, I mean, at, at the end of the day, I think a big thing about sports is rivalries are important to it, you know, because it adds such an element to it. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it, I figure it's healthy, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's, it's a ton of fun. And like I said, all, all the guys love being a part of it and, and getting to play in the, the Apple Cup is awesome. Now, would you say that they're your favorite Pac 12 team to play or someone else take that distinction? Yeah, I mean, they're up there. It, honestly, it feels like in the Pac-12, like every week's a, a rivalry week. You know, we we've played a, a bunch of the teams multiple times, and um, I mean, I think the Apple Cup's different, but um, I mean, love love to play like Oregon. Love to play Stanford. Love to play Oregon State. Love to play Cal. I mean. I'm, I could just list off all the teams. So I think every week we play in Pac-12, it presents something uh, difficult and and tense. You know, like there there's a lot of competitive teams in the Pac-12, and and every week it's it's a dogfight to win. It's really interesting that you mentioned Oregon because obviously that was supposed to be a sort of well, pretty big game last year, but obviously because of the way things shook out, it didn't end up happening. Is there any game, you know, maybe Oregon 
next season that you're anybody is particularly looking at and, you know, sort of circling? Cause obviously you go on the road and then second game in play Michigan uh, and then Oregon's after Arizona and Stanford on the road. Um, is there any sort of game that, you know, you're kind of looking at, or is it just kind of, Hey, this is a season and I'm, I've got to prepare for the season as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when the schedule came out, like you kind of look, you see where we're playing away, where, who we got home, you know, but um, I mean, we don't, we don't ever want to focus too much on a single game. Obviously, like we look forward to, to having a big time non-conference game on the road. Um, but I mean, when we, when it gets down to it, we're just going to be preparing for Montana for that first game. Um, but, but yeah, obviously there's a lot of cool opportunities to go on the road. There's a lot going to be a lot of great home games and, and uh, yeah. Certainly looking forward to uh, being back in the student section after yeah. having to watch everything from home. Um, no, that definitely makes sense. You know, you don't want to ever hear that somebody was, you know, the team was looking too far ahead, you know, so that definitely, that definitely makes sense. Um, I want to eliminate, for this question, I was going to ask you, do you have a, a way stadium that you've most enjoyed being at? But I want to take away bowl games because I'm sure that the Rose Bowl would be up there on that list. Uh, is there an away stadium that you've played at that you've really enjoyed being at uh, or that you could designate as a favorite? Um, yeah, I mean, so the first time we played at the Rose Bowl, we played at UCLA and that, that was super, like, I was just excited to be in the Rose Bowl. You know, I didn't, I didn't know whether we'd be in the, the actual Rose Bowl game. Um, that moment sticks out to me. And also playing at, at Oregon was a really cool environment. Um, and at Wazoo, obviously, and, and at, by, at BYU was a fun one, at Utah. Um, there, there's been a lot of really cool, cool experience. We get the, the opportunity to go some, to some cool environments and, and, and yeah. You mentioned BYU. Did you get into any of the, did you buy in any of the social media hype when that was happening, when they, they wanted an opponent uh, and that whole, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Uh, did you buy into any of that? You're like, Hey, we're just going to play whoever we can get the chance to play during that season? I think we were all hoping we'd play BYU just because they were, they were highly ranked. Uh, yeah, they had a lot of hype and, um, and we didn't have anyone to play. So uh, I think we just wanted the best opponent possible. And that, that seemed like something likely that could happen um, that didn't end up working out. We ended up playing Utah and, and that was great. That was, it's interesting to hear, you know, the player, the player side of it. Cause I remember all that going down and obviously Twitter blew up and there was a thing with uh, Mr. Wilson uh, and his headband, you know, and I was like, Whoa, this, I hope this game happens, you know, but obviously different circumstances, you know, but um, it, it, was, it was, it's cool to hear the player side of that and how that all shakes down. Um, I know you mentioned when I asked about staying for this year, you, you, uh, talked about improving parts of your game. Is there anything in particular that you're aiming to work on or are you just kind of get better as a whole? Um, I think it, it's better as a whole. Um, I think a big emphasis for me is uh, just wanting to get better blocking at the point of attack. Um, 
tried to put on, I put on some, some good weight in this off season and um, just want to, just want to dominate there and um, just work on my fundamentals in the past game, uh, route running, catching the ball. And, and yeah, so I mean, I'm pretty much explained <laughs> all of being a tight end, but, um, but yeah. Tight end breakdown with Kate Otten here. Anyways, yeah. Tight end, start taking notes, please. <laughs> um, so with the number of players, you know, invited the combine that have gone through the draft throughout the years, and as well as, you know, being pro dogs, I mean, I'm sure we could look at the list. Um, what can you personally say about, you know, the way that the university and the program develops these guys to go through the draft and, you know, in the NFL as a whole, what, what can you say about, you know, how that, how the program really works with you guys to get you, you know, pro ready? Yeah, I mean, we have a, a bunch of coaches with um, NFL experience, just like being around the league and, and knowing what they look for. And, um, and I think like the NFL being the highest level of football, like that's, that's what we're going for. You know, we they, the coaches want to um, get us to be the best players we can be to play at the highest level. And, and um I mean, they have a proven track record of doing that. We have a, I mean, I have a lot of friends and teammates that are doing really well in the NFL right now. And that, that's so cool. And um, I think that's a big testament to the program, to our strength staff, um, to our coaches, to, to all facets of it, just um, developing a work, work ethic and um, fundamentals to, to play in the NFL. Now, if I asked you if you had a recruiting pitch for somebody that was considering you, Dub, obviously I know your brother is looking at things, and I'm sure uh, you might kind of leave that as like, hey, this is your decision. But if you know you're looking at some of the guys, I know that you know there have been some pretty big, uh, pretty big names, you know, just in the state of Washington, uh, you know, working, uh, working hard and having great careers in high school, and then you know for the next level, considering you, Dub, obviously Sam here just. Uh, finished up his season um jt i i don't want to i don't want to botch his last name but uh jt uh out of east side catholic uh still has to decide you know and a bunch of guys have there are some guys who are coming here do you, do you have any sort of recruiting pitch if i had to put you on the spot um i mean i i was telling about the game days you know and and all I mean, all the work that leads up to the game day is is incredible. I mean, I've I've loved every second of being here. Um, but man, you you live for the game days. Um, just walk walking by the water, um, going through the band, and your your family is high fiving you as you go through the dog walk, and then you run out of the tunnel through the purple smoke, and, and seventy thousand people are cheer, cheering you on. There's there's nothing like it. Um, and then outside of that, just being able to build connections with uh, the top business people in the Seattle area that, that want to help out you know, football players. Um, it's a combination. I don't think you'd find anywhere else. And then, so what are you most excited for, you know, this upcoming season? Is it, would it be having people back in the stands or would it be, you know, hopefully looking at that full season, what would you say that you're most excited for leading into this, uh, this upcoming year? Yeah, I think you named just the, the two biggest things is getting fans back and, and I mean, having the ability to, 
to go win everything, you know, conference championship, national championship, that those are our goals. And um, just want the opportunity to go, to go try and get those things, you know? And so, so yeah, just super excited for that. Is there any sort of chip on your guys' shoulder after what happened last year, just the way it all shook out or uh, are you looking to go into that season with some sort of chip or is it just, Hey, you know, we, we still got stuff to prove. Um, and we're just going to attack it that way. Yeah, I think I think we feel like last year we were just scratching the surface, you know. And um, I think we're, that's why we're so excited for spring ball. Like we we just want to play some more ball. We we want to get reps and and just show what we can do and evaluate ourselves and and get to work. It's it's us versus us from now until the season starts and then we worry about our opponents. But um, yeah, we, we just are, are motivated to be the best version of ourselves. And we, we think we have a really, really high ceiling for that. Now I want to go to into, uh, I'm sort of changing and I've been doing this the past few ones, but it's a lightning round I have. Uh, do you have a secret talent? Ooh, nothing crazy. Gosh. Um, <laughs> um, I'm missing a tooth. It's not a talent, but I, I mean, I, that, I mean, if you want to say that, that counts. Uh, do you have a go-to game day meal? Um, usually rice and chicken. Do you have a favorite pair of cleats to play in? Um. Nothing specific, but they're, I think, I can't remember what they're called, but the Adidas, like, mid-top beast, I think they're called. Not sure, though. So the the Adidas partnership kind of fits in well with you then, huh? Yeah. Gotcha, I gotcha. Do you have a go-to food spot near the university? Ooh, um, I love Paseo. Um, it's not too far from where I live now, so love that place. Great sandwiches. Would you say that your favorite sport outside of football was basketball, or would you pick another one? I love basketball, and I love soccer. I, I only played my freshman year in high school, but I loved it. That's, uh, you know, both both UW teams, both the women's and the men's team. I know the men's team, uh, I think they lost uh, yesterday, but they, they beat two uh, top three ranked teams in the last few weeks, so even uh, the women's team, they beat Wazoo and they were ranked pretty high. So both of those teams are doing pretty well. And it's interesting to see that uh, the football soccer connection there. Um, and then this one's kind of tough. Do you have a favorite Seattle athlete or if not just one, you can, I'll let you pick a, pick a couple. Yeah. Oh, I Cam Chancellor for sure. I loved growing up watching the Legion of Boom, but Cam Chancellor was always my favorite. Definitely. Uh, I, think, I think that's a pretty good choice. I'd say that's a pretty good choice. Um, I want to thank you again for coming on. Um, really cool opportunity, obviously. Interesting way that I was able to reach out to you, you know, but um, really excited for, you know, next year. Um, obviously everything, you know, the way that it shook out. I mean, you guys put on a great show, obviously, in the way that the season went. Um, but I'm excited to, you know, see what happens next year. Obviously, it sucks to not have that home Michigan game. I would have been really excited to be at that. Um, it's interesting that that thing just kind of gets wiped away, I guess. I don't know if there's plans to 
have a home one ever again. I think it was just the home on a home series that just got wiped out, but um, really appreciate having you on. Do you have anything that you want to, you know, leave me with or anything to promote? Uh, no, I just thank you for uh, your passion for Husky football. It's super cool, man. And um, yeah, thank you for doing this. Thank you. And um, oh, okay. I've been, I have an intro, right? But it was, uh, you remember Taylor Rapp? Yeah, I had him do a little thing from Cameo. Can you just say uh, your name and then, you know, you know, obviously you're the tight end, but uh, you're listening to the Circling, Circling Shell Sports podcast. What was it one more time? Sorry. Oh, uh, it was just like a sort of introduction to the pod. It's just like, you know, I'm Kate Otten, uh, tight end for the Washington Huskies, and you're listening to the Circling Seattle Sports podcast. Okay. Circling Seattle Sports podcast. Yep. Okay. Got it. Hey, I'm Kate Otten, uh, tight end at University of Washington, and you're what? Sorry, let me try that again. You're good. You're good. <laughs> Tongue tied. Circling Seattle Sports Podcast. Okay, I got it. Hey, I'm Kate Otten, tight end at the University of Washington, and you're listening to the Circling Seattle Sports Podcast. That's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. <laughs> sure. See, because I start the weekly episodes with Taylor Rapp, so I'm sure people might get tired of listening to him. So now that they're going to have Kate Otten to listen to. So again, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Um, and I think everybody here listening to this can really sort of agree that we're really excited to see what you do next year and what the team does next year. So I want to thank you for coming on and hope you have a good rest of your day. Thanks, man. You too. Baba Bowie.